Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. It's just gone nine o'clock. It's Tuesday the 1st of May 2018. I hope you're doing really well. Had a... Um... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that. I just got uh, sidetracked because Lucky is meowing. Um, she's like, Daddy, why haven't you fed me yet? Um, yeah, I hope you had a good weekend and a good day yesterday. Um, I ended up working, as I said, I would probably, you know, over the weekend. Um, went to my Kung Fu on Saturday, but otherwise, yeah, it was kind of a fairly work-heavy weekend. On Sunday, I spent, um, in the end, it was about five and a half hours with the hospital director going through the data sheets, which are basically the drawings that show you, in all of the clinical areas at least, um, you know, everything in terms of... <clears throat> The plugs, the data points, the sinks, the cupboards, the tables um, and kennels where that's relevant. And, you know, you basically have to try and sense check it all um, because, you know, the contractors who are going to do the build, obviously you're going to need to know that stuff and you can't... Um, leave it as an open-ended conversation for too long so we spent a long time going through that together and um you know doing the best that we could <laughs> to make sure that we're not missing anything um one of the areas in particular was cupboard space and uh i don't know our, our tech architectural technicians seem to have um i guess allocated more cupboard space than we would have necessary but so that was quite interesting because we're like oh do we move a cupboard here and we move a cupboard there but there was also a few other things you know that, that are clearly important so um definitely a worthwhile exercise uh albeit it's take a very long time um and then yesterday was a yeah it was a long all day really i um did some work in the morning and then headed off into london um and then basically had a series of meetings uh about the Ralph stuff, but also about some um, other opportunity. And that ended up, you know, going on until, um, well, I basically got back home at about quarter past midnight in the end. So it was a really long all day. Um, all, all good, really, and definitely good stuff. But um, one of the issues at hand is about when, when the Ralph actually opens and <clears throat> having, um, you know, some stern conversations around that. Um, but we're very focused on being open in October and the question is, you know, when in October and really just trying to get some confirmation and some clarity about the opening date um, for various reasons, really, not least because I'm having recruitment conversations and <clears throat> at the moment people are being um, gracious because it's still just, you know, only May, as it were. But, you know, at some point you have to provide some um detail in terms of when exactly we're opening so yeah it was a it was a good day but loads of um loads of stuff that uh, we had to have different meetings about and as i say you know a potential new opportunity as well that will be very good for the ralph um but again it's going to require um some more work uh on the part of yours truly in particular um which uh needs to go back into my pot of checking in on myself regularly and making sure that I still have capacity to to do more work. Um, yeah, anyway, so um, today I have a day at home, um, which is good because there's like a, a gazillion and one things that I need to try and get done today. Um, 
but hopefully it's a good window of doing that stuff and uh, you know make some more progress around recruitment um, so yeah so all good really um, <clears throat> one of the things I wanted to just mention quickly on this episode was it's very interesting um, I've talked about this before but you know pe- people's different responses to things um, I'm sure some people could accuse me of being naive but that's okay um, but you know my default response to most things tends to be on the bright side or on the positive side or of course it'll be fine type of response and not because I'm delusional and you know I have responsibilities increasingly so to shareholders uh, team members you know etc so I'm not naive to all of that and you know just kind of like bumbling along going oh it'll be fine but um, I suppose it's a genuine, uh, genuine rather belief and conviction, um, not specifically about the Ralph, but just in life in general. So when you know you're having conversations with people whose default position is to fall onto the negative or fearful or uncertain side, um, it's always interesting to me, really, because I'm sort of like, well, I'll, I'll I take the contrary view to what you've just said. <laughs> Um, but you know, of course, especially when the people that are older than you, um, they will assume that you're just naive. So, um, one of the people we met with yesterday was relatively elderly and, uh, I think he thought that we were just a bit delusional really with a lot of our plans. Um, but it's funny because I have, you know, I, I don't believe that for a second and uh, I don't think most other people do. So it's interesting when you meet somebody that has a slightly different perspective. It's probably a consequence of their personality, their life experience, and so forth. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it was definitely quite an interesting an interesting one, really, seeing what people's natural default positions are. Um, and then the other thing was, I talk often about this fact of trying to not be attached and, you know, to stay detached and to be the observer and to be the witness uh, and to not be emotionally invested. And, one of the things that um, I, you know, feel like I have a really good sense of into and control over um, is an emotional response to things and especially things that you don't like to hear or when someone's trying to provoke you or when someone's trying to, you know, um, rile you, as they say. And uh, again, one of the meetings we had yesterday, there was an exchange where somebody had well, I don't know, you could, you, could, you could say they were trying to provoke somebody else, but I, I think they were just expressing their view and, and maybe the result of that was that the other person was provoked. Um, you know, and I, I did find myself thinking that that's just not, not necessary uh, to be provoked, right? So you can just listen to what's being said to you. And um, as I say, I, I don't mean to convey that we're like robots and you don't have any kind of response, but... It's always about just trying to check yourself in the moment and that whole thing about stimulus and response and in the space between the stimulus, you get to choose your response. Um, You know, so these are, you know, adults who've been working in business and so on for a long time. And, you know, you sometimes see these emotional exchanges, (laughs) which I'm not saying is a bad thing in some ways, and a definitely candid conversation is good, but... um, it did make me laugh to see somebody get provoked in that kind of a context when I don't think it was over something that was that big a deal. But um, yeah, anyway, so it was uh, definitely interesting. Cool. Well, I'm going to check out and um, bash on with my work. Um, No doubt I will update you 
later on this evening. Oh, the other thing is, um, my uh, our tenancy new property reference check saga continues because exactly the thing I was trying to preempt last uh, week, or indeed the week before, um, by explaining to my agent my circumstances around my income and providing the relevant proof and everything. Uh, you know, because some because basically places will outsource their reference checking and the process becomes somewhat automated. You know, um, it, ten days later, I come back to oh, you know, you don't have enough income or whatever based on past bank statements, and you know, I've already explained all of that. Um, so yeah, it did make <laughs> it made me laugh because I was like, this is exactly why we went through the process of explaining to you everything. Um, anyway, so. The, the saga of the reference check continues, shall we say. Uh, it's by no means over. I mean, we have options, but I just, um, it did make me laugh because I thought this is the nature of the world in some ways. Um, and people don't feel, you know, so, so I basically don't feel like it's been a great experience in that regard because the whole point of flagging these things up into, you know, in advance was to say, this is the circumstance, this is the situation. So before you go through this automated process, it's not automated, obviously there are human beings involved, but I don't think they're empowered to do anything other than just check. Um, so uh, we'll see, but like, I think it's, um, it's not a surprise to be honest. And later on I were talking about it yesterday, I was like, well, this is a, you know, we tried to preempt this, but it's not a surprise. But um, as I say, there are, there are options. And so, you know, I'm sure it will be fine. It's just it's taking longer than perhaps it needed to get resolved. But um, we're actually supposed to be going and meeting the landlord again on Thursday. Um, so hopefully we'll have made some more progress on the reference check front by then. But um, I think he's kind of sort of peripherally staying out of it really until... And unless he needs to be involved in the reference check side. So anyway, we'll, um, we'll see how it goes. And I had, um, you know, a bunch of people come and view my place on Saturday. I basically ended up being the tour guide because the agent was like, well, you do it so much better than me. Could you mind? And so it was kind of a bit, you know, five different couples in a row and, uh, you know, trying to sell the place for the, for my landlord. <laughs> um, anyway. All right, wonderful. I will uh, catch you again later on. And in the meantime, as always, take chances, be compassionate and live in a beautiful state. Cheers. Bye-bye.